0: Weirdos, welcome back. The certified weird podcast. We're here. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. I'm not saying I will spare you guys me singing. Oh, same, like, it's not something you guys want to listen to. But we were sitting here and we were having this fantastic conversation about sexuality and kind of our journey. Yeah, and we're like, let's turn on the mic. Yes, <laughs> let's record this. Let's record I think this is something that we as women have a really complicated relationship with yeah and i know from talking to other girlfriends and other friends like it's just what it is yeah so we wanted to bring light and maybe a new perspective and a paradigm shift for you to kind of see this in a new light yes
1: and and talk about both ourselves with sexuality as well as navigating kids right now right especially in this world
0: Absolutely. We're the conversation. Are, yeah. And that's another thing. Our kids are getting sexualized at such a young age. Yep. And how could, what can we do as parents to help protect them from that, but also allow them to not be shamy and guilty and like, you know, all that weight and programming that we was placed on us right. as children. Um. So it's this like really fine line. Right. Between allowing your kids to grow up and, expand you know dive into their own curiosities but also protecting them from a world that wants to sexualize them so deeply yeah um so it is a fine line yeah yeah and we're excited to talk about
1: it um one of the things that we were starting to like go down a rabbit hole of is just like the exploration of yourself and knowing your own body and i think this is where coming from you know the background we come from, and even just the place we live,
0: right. And I would even expand that sphere even further. Those who have grown up in any type of purity culture, right, whether that be of the Mormon faith, of Christian, like there is. I mean, it's not just no, Utah. This for sure is like not. that purity culture. Yep, is invasive. Yep. It, it goes across a lot of religious lines, mm-hmm.
1: and and being raised that way. It it really does put such harsh parameters on us of like, you know, okay, do you, no, 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 no. Bad, shameful, shameful. And like you said, you you get married or you go through the temple or whatever it is that you, step you take, and then all of a sudden it's not just like encouraged, but it's like
0: expected. Expected. So you get a piece of paper that says you're married. Right. And all of a sudden it's fair game and all that shame's just supposed to be gone. Yeah. It just goes away all it of a sudden. It goes away. All of a sudden, it's totally okay. Yep. And yep. I mean, in purity culture, specifically with my upgrading, it, you know, sex outside of marriage was like second to, to killing someone. Right. Like some major repercussions. Yeah. Like the one of the biggest sins. The biggest sin. Mm-hmm. And I went from like shaming anything of myself that would get me into that kind of trouble before marriage right. to all of a sudden, I got a piece of paper and- a, a free game. Free game. Go, go for it. Go for it. And um, yeah, it's like
1: holy and sacred. Right. Right. <laughs> I that my first marriage, my I remember my wedding night. It was like partway through the night. My mom pulls me aside and she's like, Do you want to talk about sex? And I'm like, No. Never once did we talk about it.
0: Really? Never once. Well, I mean, my mom and I never had a conversation. This is what I got. I got a binder oh that had that was decorated with fabric and poly it was like it was a very pretty binder yes um my mom spent a lot of time at a a release society super saturday probably making this thing. oh no (laughs) and it had like poems about purity and being white as snow oh and then it had like stick figures of like um necking and I'm like showing you can see what I'm doing, but it's just think of like a stick, a little stick figure, and like, like a line drawn at like the neck and collarbone, and above that was like, yeah, necking, and then like from the collarbone down to like, you know, the yeah. spot was petting, petting. yeah, light petting, you know, your boobs, yeah, and then below the waist was heavy petting, yeah, don't no no, don't go there. Yeah, Hard, hard lines, hard lines on, you know, anything about neck, you know, anything below necking. Um, but you know, like there's, you're, you're a teenager. You're, yeah. It's becoming a, so like you, I immediately obviously had shame around anything that was the, in those no-do zones. Right. Right. Um, but you're human, you're here for the human experience. Those yeah. things are so natural to our progression. Right. It's, and we're just supposed to shut those down until we get a piece of paper that says it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, cool. that's that's the norm. That's the norm. That's, Unfortunately. Yeah. So what the conversation was is we now we get into the situation where we don't even know our own bodies. Uh-uh. We just expect our husband to know what's going on down there. Like they don't have any education. No. Nope. Yeah. They they likely,
1: I mean, they might've gotten a binder more than anything. They got their friends talking about, you right. know, wham, bam. They have no idea. They have zero idea. At least it might situation. There was no education. There was no, the only education was porn. Yeah. Was watching that. And that, I mean, let's
0: be honest. Let's go into that guys.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So with pornography, it is soul wrecking. Uh Uh-huh. Your soul knows that it is wrecking your life spirit, your life force, when you participate in it, because there is not an equal energetic exchange. No. And there's no connection. There's no connection. It's dead, vast, vampedness. Yes.
1: And this isn't like, like you had said, this is not societal. Oh, this is shameful. This is naughty. This is bad. This is actual spiritual, energetic dead end. Like you're not getting any kind of connection. And when you are tapping into life force, spiritual, sexual energy, and you're opening up that sacral portal, right? And connecting to nothing, you're literally draining yourself every
0: time. Every time, especially when it. Let's be clear: this is when it's connected to porn. Yeah, to porn. Yeah, to porn. Um, it just and then it ties into human trafficking and like, yeah, just there's so many. If layers. you if you are in a situation where you or your spouse has an issue with this, yeah, it will change your life to get the help that you need to overcome that addiction because it's going to lead to depression. It's going to lead to anxiety and because you're in a disconnect and the integrity of your soul. Yes.
1: And, And the way your energy works in the sacral, when you've got it so disconnected there... All of your life force energy goes down into the root chakra. Nothing that is created. Nothing is, everything is survival. Everything is anxiety, that depression, that like, you're just, there's nothing coming up into those higher chakras. There's no life force. You literally deplete yourself entirely. And then when you do have sexual connection with your partner, like actual connection, right. then all of that comes up. So right. every time you do actually have like a good Sexual connection with your partner, your partner then is asked to hold all that shame and Mm -hmm. asked to take all that. And so it it creates this really, really toxic pattern. Absolutely. And so if you are in that and you're on either end, and we're not going to sit here and be like, you're doing that, you're bad, or if you're allowing that, like, no, we understand that the heaviness of it's
0: super heavy. And also at the same time, like, those who have grown up in a purity culture, yeah, like you know you've been, oh, it's naughty, it's bad, it's bad. And then there's this like flip that like you leave that, yeah, and you're like, oh, I want to explore these things that I've had taboo my whole yeah. life, yeah. And it's really natural to like, oh, maybe I'll look at porn because right. like we left, yeah, where it was told not to, yeah. And that's something that a lot of people naturally find themselves being curious about, but that's never the answer, no. Like there's a whole heck of a lot of other ways to be super fun and curious yes. outside <laughs> yes. of porn once you leave a really like
1: restrictive mm-hmm. yeah.
0: situation.
1: And we're we're big advocates that like go explore your body. Yes. Go tap into your and like girls. I'm always the first person to be like, get yourself a toy. Absolutely. Go climb in the shower and and explore this yeah. beautiful gift that you're given. Yeah. Because yes, growing up, we were very ashamed. I remember, I remember telling my little brothers, no, 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 it's okay. You can masturbate. It's okay. You got to release that. You got to get that out. But I remember it being like, you, you're never, you, you don't do that, right? You're never allowed to do that. You're never allowed to do that. It's so sad because especially boys, like they're like, I mean, it's hard for them. They don't it, what what do they do then oh they hopefully for, they have a wet dream i'm just gonna say
0: that <laughs> praying. praying for one i think i i remember kelly telling me they would call them blessings yeah in the mission build oh. oh my gosh um blessings
1: oh my blessings. heart
0: <laughs> so
1: sad <laughs> they pray probably
0: probably because get I the mean, wet it, dreams yeah
1: yeah it's just and and so that brings me to the kids yeah. You know, like our, our teenage age, you know, younger age kids that are kind of coming into this and with the hormones in our food and all the different, you They're know, like younger. way younger, way younger. And that's where I think we kind of have in our heads from our childhood and our upbringing, you know, around 12, 13, 14. Yeah, up.
0: when your body starts changing, these feelings start to come up.
1: Yeah, well, these, some of these girls are having their periods at like nine, like they're having their periods so young and it's usually, you know, bad health and bad right. diet and, yeah. and, lot, you know, a lot, a lot of emotional super stress, pro- yeah,
0: super processed foods. Will yeah. Do that. yeah. Things that have like a lot of hormones injected into them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully your, your girls are, you know, eating better than that and it's extending it. And, but if you think about it, that cycle, these girls are experiencing these hormonal shifts in the body as young as nine.
0: That's such a young age to deal with that heaviness. Yeah. Of like, now what do I do with all these emotions in my body that I don't know what to do with because I'm still a child? Yeah.
1: And feelings and, And there's a lot of, there's a lot of kids that are way more sensitive too. So we think of sensitive and we think, you know, emotions, we think different things, but sexual energy as well, where these kids are, are sexually sensitive. Like they, they're not only feeling it in themselves. And I I've had a couple moms that have been like, what do I, you know, what do I do? What do I and of course, I'm over here like, I don't know, what do we do? <laughs> like, I'm in the same boat. Is, yeah. yeah but I have, I, I have an idea, and I think it would be helpful for kids as a parent if we're like, that's your body and mm-hmm. it is yours, and you are allowed all exploration of your body. Let's keep it sacred. You know, you, you can do that in your room, you can have this safe space. Um, we have a code word where it's like, don't come in my room, I'm exploring my body because I'm having all sorts of sensations, where as a parent, we're like, I honor you. I respect that. That is your body. And if it starts at a young age, there's not so much shame around like, how dare you?
0: Yeah. And I think we as adults think that, oh, it's automatically tied to arousal. Yeah. And for them, it's just like curiosity and like, oh, that feels good in my body when I do that. Like it has nothing to do with sexualization.
1: Yeah. And they have no idea the connection. They have Mm -hmm. no idea
0: connection. It's parents who make it shamey and weird Yeah, that bridge that gap from it being just natural curiosity to being something shameful and sexual. And yeah. So like, yeah, it is, it's a crazy fine line. Yeah.
1: And being able to, and if you're if you're a parent that's safe in the conversation, mm. this requires that we ourselves have some form of connection to our own bodies, right?
0: Like, that's the yeah. <laughs> okay, ladies, let's go there. Yeah. Um, so for most of my life, you all know I came from a very restrictive yep. um culture. And I never touched myself yeah. until I was probably in my late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. And it was one of the most empowering things I've ever experienced because I was able to go in without yeah. like being pressure with Kelly, you know, yeah. my yeah. partner there, and I was able to just spend time, right? Like, what does feel good to me? Yeah. Where are my sensitive points? I have no idea, right? Like Kelly doesn't really know. Like, you just kind of like hope for the best, hope each for the best time. every time, yeah. But now I'm like, okay, these are my hot spots. This yeah. is what works for me, right? And now I can help Kelly guide him. Yes. And our, and our things have gotten hot people. Things have gotten real hot because I now took ownership of that. Right. Instead of expecting Kelly to just know what he's doing. Right. Like how is he supposed to know? He doesn't know what my body is.
1: And a lot of times in that connection and we just lay there and like, you know, oh yeah, 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 right there. That feels good. And then it's like, oh great. Okay. But the conversation of like, Mm. hey, Right here, this spot, this, like this spot, right here. That'll guide you to where to find it. Yes, and that amplifies the intimacy. Yes, that takes it that up conversation. Uh huh. It, it the connection deeper then with your partner of like, hey, this is, and I, every man, like I would bet large amounts of money, is going to be like, yes, because all they want to do is please Absolutely. and, and help. And, you know, like every man is a fixer in some way. It's Absolutely. just inbred in it's them. They so, want to, they mm-hmm. want to take care of their women. Yes. And so if you are able to verbalize that and that requires your exploration of
0: yourself. Yeah. Without shame, mm-hmm. without just mm-hmm. natural. I mean, I feel like this should like are over, <laughs> we yeah. talk about curiosity, right? Like that's a big thing to yeah. talk about. Is get being curious, curious, being yep. curious, and that extends to being curious about your body. Yeah,
1: yep. And and there's so many of us women because we're not sitting here going, and we know what this is like because we explore our bodies every day. No, no, not even close. Yeah, but for myself, in the short amount of not short, but a decent amount of time that I was single. For me, it was like I wasn't willing to just like wham bam one night stand. I was very much like, you know, like, no, this is sacred to me. This is important to me. I've dealt with enough sexual trauma in my life. I'm not gonna add to it the exploration happened because for me it was just like, well, what it you know
0: I'm boring as hell and I don't want to fuck up with just randos. Right. And my
1: my first experience was terrible. Like we had no connection. There was no I was I was accused for being the horny one Mm -hmm. and I was not. (laughs) I was So it was not a positive experience at all. So for me, going from that to having feelings and emotions for somebody else, because he was gone all the time to being like, okay, if I have these types of feelings and emotions without even physically doing anything, there's got to be more, you know, like Mm -hmm. going from so sheltered to so toxic to being like, there's got to be more. I was like, well, it starts with me. So, the little bit of exploring there helped me feel connected to my body and not even in a sexual way, but in like a a spiritual way. Very
0: spiritual. Like, like, sexual energy is one of the highest vibrational energies on the planet. It is very spiritual. Very. And that's why, you know, as Meg was talking, I was like, that's why one night stands and not connecting with like people Mm -hmm. you have a connection with in that sexual energy is so damning. Yeah. Because you're exchanging energy with somebody that you have zero connection with. Yep. And you're that you're really, literally, as women, we're literally re- receiving yep. their stuff. Yeah. And there can be trauma in there. There can be some dark energies in there. A lot. A lot. Yep. And then you're going to feel really hollow the next day because mm-hmm. that wasn't that true connection. And that's what our souls crave is that super deep soulful connection. Right. And then we add that sexual layer. But that right. soulful connection needs to be first. It, yeah. And if you're not connected to
1: your soul first, right. Or your spirit, you come into it. Not very connected.
0: Not very connected. So those connect those. Yeah, those it's exchanges just, aren't going to be as damning to be because mm-hmm. you're not even connected yourself,
1: right? And you really truly do take on so much so energy, much. and you start to go, "What is mine?" Because you're, you know, if you've if you've hooked up with this person, hooked up with that person, you've got all these energies in you, especially as women.
0: Yes, we're receivers,
1: where we just take on that energy, and it's you don't know what's yours. You don't know what's somebody else's and it's and it can get really confusing yes. and like scary in your body sometimes because you'll have invasive thoughts that don't even feel like you because they're not.
0: They're not your thoughts. And you've taken them You're on. just taken them on some yeah. from some random bar now mm-hmm. you brought home. Yeah. Like
1: Yeah. And and that also being said, that is another way and without adding shame.
0: Yeah. We're not here to shame or yeah. like yeah. make you feel bad about your choices. Like that's no. not why we're here. That's not what this podcast Mm-mm. is about. We're just wanting to give you a really kind of a different way to look at things. Exactly. And maybe just kind of do some deep yeah. soul work for yourself and where you're at. And if you are in, in an
1: exploration and you are exploring with others, because that is a valid place absolutely. and there is not shame in that because I truly believe in order to know if your partner is somebody that you collaborate with and that there is that deep intimate sexual connection you do need to have you know you do need that connection you do make sure that you're figuring out a way for yourself that you're clearing that energy out yeah so if you're exploring and you have you know uh, multiple partners all you're figuring things out just make sure that you're clearing make sure you're doing a deep sacral clearing make sure each one of your periods that you have you're also releasing and telling the moon to pull yeah anything that's not mine Anything that I sexually took on, add that layer, yeah. because then you can clear those things out and that it is possible. It's just imagine every time you do, you're taking on more than you normally would.
0: Yeah. For yeah. sure. And, you know, yeah. And then just have those conversations with yourself. Like there's lots of ways to be curious and fulfill that, mm-hmm. that urge yeah. um, without connecting with everybody in that way.
1: Yeah. And, and lots
0: of other things you can do. Yes. But don't necessarily mean.
1: And we're encouraging you to do them. Yes. <laughs> Go absolutely. and explore. Have fun. Yes. And if you have teenage kids right now. Yeah. They, I, I don't, I had a stupid TikTok song stuck in my head for a couple of days. Okay. I saw a reel or whatever. It was from TikTok, but it, but it was like, they on put it. it onto Instagram. Yeah. And I'm like listening to it and I like started singing it and I was like, wait, it's I don't it's like the one that's like, fuck my ex, you can keep that, whatever, whatever. The the whole thing is like, take the shots, shoot that. Like everything is subliminal messages of really, really, really toxic things. Like, really, really toxic. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like it's stuck in my head, and I'm like, these kids are out sure. here making these dances to these songs that have really
0: Beat, sexual,
1: her. deep programming. Subliminal messages.
0: Right. And then that's where I, you know, I have older kids. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like, I find myself in this position where I'm like, I don't want to sexually shame them. I right. don't want right. them to have the, the heaviness mm-hmm. of that purity culture that was on me. But at the same time, I want them to honor and realize how powerful sex is and how it isn't something that you should just be going around being willy nilly with it. Like, so it's like this fine line of like, yeah, like, I don't want to shame you, but like, don't be going around just having sex with every, you know, like, yeah, Yeah. so it's like, okay, this is so the conversation I've had with my older um, daughter is, hey, sex is really, really powerful. Yeah, And kind of like what we've just talked about is it's like, it's something you want to choose a partner that you're willing to have that type of connection with. right? And in the meantime, when you don't have a partner, we're lucky that we get to have these beautiful organs that can do that for us right. without a partner. Right. And explore yourself. <laughs> explore yourself.
1: And as as silly as it sounds, having mom's support of that yeah. really does take a lot of shame out. Yeah, It really does take a lot of like, go get, jump in the shower and take care of yourself. Yeah. As silly as it seems like that would have gone a long ways for us right. because when we did go to do it, because it's so natural and part of this life. The whole time we're like, oh, this is naughty. Make sure the door is locked. Like, no one, you know, like nobody can know. But even just that, like, encouragement of you being like, hey, like, this is a really big deal. Here's another option. Like, even being like, here's another option. Yeah. She's going to be able to be like, oh, well, then I'm going to take that option then. Yeah. Instead of being like, well, that's really naughty. There's no other option because they, we didn't give it. We were not given any option.
0: Yeah. There were zero yeah. options.
1: No. It's like, if you feel that in any yeah, way, that,
0: that's dirty, wrong. And you have a, you have a lot of guilt, Jabe, and maybe go sing some primary songs or
1: you're, you're a terrible person. You're a terrible person. And
0: it's sad, but it's, it's real. Like the most dry force of our, humanality, our yeah. humanity is that sexual drive. Yeah. And we we're, were shutting that down. So it's really interesting. Like, because of that, so many of us, have diminished sexual drives because oh, yeah. we suppressed yeah. it. So now we have these, you know, like our um. Oh my gosh, I just lost the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our libido. That's it. yes. Our libido is going to go in abs- yeah. because it's going to go through these periods of like, yeah, maybe going back to that suppressed time. Yeah, where you held it back for so long and it doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. Where if you would have just allowed yourself the grace. Yeah, maybe that wouldn't have been a suppressed, a suppressed in you. And it would be have more free flow within your body.
1: Right. You'd have a lot more regulation for sure. of yeah. it. Cause I feel like it's definitely one of the hormones that when you're not utilizing it, yeah, it goes dormant. It just kind of just, it, it yeah. just chills. Like, that's
0: why it's, you know, if you're not having sex on a regular basis, like yeah. it's easier to go a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And then, yeah. you know, a lot of people who have been married for a really long time, like you know, a couple of weeks turns into a couple of months, a couple of months turns into a couple. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden they're not having that intimacy anymore. And yep. it's so needed in marriages. So yeah. like, if that's a situation you find yourself in, like I'm all for putting it on the calendar, Yeah, make it a priority. I
1: remember I was, I was, I think I had had just my first baby. So I had to have been like 19. I remember my aunt being like, yeah, we schedule it every six months. And I remember being this like fresh, like mom trying to navigate in my own marriage at that point, like maybe it gets better. And I remember looking at my aunt who I knew had been married at this point for a lot, like 10, 20 years or whatever, and being like six months and being like defeated, being like, wait, wait. It doesn't get better. Wait, like I was only wanted
0: every six months. Then, like, then yeah, it's not going to be that great. And at that point,
1: I was like in, I, I mean, my first marriage was so toxic, but being like accused that I was. The sexual one, and I was always horny, and I always wanted it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I. It's like every two weeks or something. Like when I'm ovulating, I'm like horny.
0: Like that, I feel that's like national part. Of I barn. feel like
1: that's normal. Like I, and then hearing my aunt being like, oh, we schedule it every six months. I remember being like, oh no, like it never gets better. Like I remember so clearly, and it's like people really do have to schedule. Like yes, they, they have like,
0: to schedule, and please make it not be like. Promise us right now that it's not every six months. Like maybe please. like maybe like shoot aim for this guy. Do weekly. Maybe yeah. Bi weekly. Like bi weekly. Like, yeah. Please give please. yourself
1: grace. And and if you are a woman that is pregnant, please give yourself grace because I feel you on a deep level. Because Absolutely. your energy levels, how sick you are, how not sick you are. Like you just gotta an ebb and flow. It's only nine months, you'll get through. Yeah. But that for me was like but that being said, too, though, given my family and our our consistent pattern of sexual trauma, mm. you know, I can't hold that against her in any way. But at the same time, it was very like eye opening to me at the time hey. of like, what? Hold on. Like, that's not exciting to me. No. <laughs> and I remember I left that party or whatever was going on early because I was just not sitting well. Like, I remember being like, I hold on. I can't do that then. Like, if that's the if that's if it, that's the
0: standard. Yeah, if that's don't time me up for that. No,
1: we're like I no thank you. I mean, we've like, had our
0: dry spells, but it's never been six months.
1: Can you imagine six? <laughs> like, I just was like, and another time I had someone share with me they had been together eighteen years and she had never had an orgasm.
0: Yeah, that's common.
1: Very, very common.
0: It's yeah. It
1: where happens. it's you know they're they're doing as. I don't know, an act of service. Maybe you could say to their husband and because so, you know, it's important for him. Uh, yeah. Maybe some of the times it's because they want to get pregnant or whatever. Right. But like, if you are in that space, get yourself
0: a vibrator ladies,
1: please. That's exactly what I told her. Yeah. Like you've got to get yourself a toy Yeah, and some, get that
0: flowing. Right. Cause some women are not going to be internally stimulated enough to have an orgasm. Yeah. So they need that external simulation yes so i do yeah yeah that's why there's
1: yes that's why there's there's added tools but tools
0: are added different things
1: yes there's lots of options and options to get that done yes and if you aren't for whatever reason, orgasming, there's a couple, there's a couple energetic reasons. There's a couple mm-hmm. of blocks that you can like yeah, really lean into blocks,
0: which mm-hmm. are very common in the purity of culture.
1: Yes. And they're not they're
0: usually different. yours. They're not yours.
1: They've been placed on you. They've been passed down. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shame in it. And shame is a very dense, heavy energy that it, can absolutely. block full chakras. Like it can actually block you. Yeah. So if you are Wanting to kind of go into this, you could be like, okay, show me my blocks, Mm. explore your body with your own self,
0: nobody else involved. Because then you're able to like fill into those blocks Yes, and do it in a way where you're exploring your body with no pressure. Mm -hmm. Nobody's waiting for you to get yours so they can get theirs. Like there's nothing. It's just you. Just you. I had one of those
1: recently come up when I had, when a lot of sexual trauma was coming up to process. And I remember I was like, I just need that I can feel it like it's at the surface. And I couldn't quite figure out what the block was, but I could feel that it had something to do with sexual. And it was definitely sexual trauma. And I went in and it had it for myself. It wasn't sexual at all, like the release and clearing it out. But I needed that stimulation to actually get the energy to like clear. And it was very much more like, I would say more like an a Reiki session on myself. Like I was like doing Reiki on myself, but I got to the sacral and it was like, no, this is sexual energy. Like this so needs some yeah. sexual like release, movement and umph. And it was, I'm like, I got it out. But at the end I was like, it's, it wasn't really sexual. And I wouldn't even be like, oh, that was like an orgasm. But it definitely was a clearing of the sacral and a block of sexual energy yeah. and shame. And it was really interesting to fill it clear so if you're, like, still in an uncomfortable position with, like, sexually exploring yourself and, like, I'm not quite there yet, start with sexual blocks and sexual energy mm, yeah, in so the sacral was, yeah. where you're energetically moving it, but you're not necessarily quite at the point of, like, you know, exploring yourself, that could be a good place to start.
0: Yeah, if the idea of, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea of like exploring yourself like freaks you out,
1: yeah, because like, it does because some
0: it does, yeah, because there is a lot of, yeah, programming around that, like yes. masturbation is yes. like can get a really, really bad rap, yes, because a lot of us are using it irresponsibly, yeah, because you're tying it to you know, porn or yep. like an avoidance of avoidance, your connection an avoidance of your connection with your partner. yeah, um but it can also have a really healthy space mm-hmm. in a partnership, right. But, you know, again, going back to like, am I using this in a healthy way? Am I using this as opposed to connecting with my spouse? Right. Right. Now,
1: what's my intention? What's my intention? Yeah.
0: If it is exploration and understanding so that I am can show even more for my partner, Mm -hmm. that's a different relationship. Right. And
1: oftentimes your partner is not going to understand. No. And sometimes your partner is going to be triggered by it. Be like, you're doing what? Wait, that means you don't need me, or that means you, you know, like <laughs> there's going to be.
0: It's always fun when Kelly finds my wand in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> I left it there. I'm like, but for me, like sometimes it's just because I'm trying mm-hmm. to keep that libido. Rev because yeah, yes. I mine I yeah. have a harder time keeping it rev so sometimes that just that little bit in the morning yeah um here and there just kind of helps keep the engine going yeah for us non sacrals who don't have that yeah. life force going all the time right it's a little bit of a different situation um I actually had this really interesting conversation with um Miscal the other day she's like I don't understand how like because she's a generator and her husband is the projector okay so like after sex she's out. Because mm-hmm. she just spent her sacral energy. Yeah. Guess who just took it all on? Right. The projector. Right. So her husband's like, hey, round two. Let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah. Go. He's got all this energy. Right. And she's like, peace out. And he- she's like, can you explain that to me? I'm like, this is super common. Yeah. Very, very common. So for us non-sacrals, when we're in that exchange of energy, mm-hmm. the generators or the sacral beings will have released Yes. their sacral energy. And then of course us non sacrals we receive it. Right. Right. So we are going to need a little bit of a wind down period after sex. Yeah.
1: That's okay. Heath and I, every time I'm yeah. like,
0: eh, yeah. gone. And, and Kelly's like snoring logs and I'm like reading my book. I'm like, okay, pick it. it's going to take yeah. a minute for me to wind down. Right. Um, So here, maybe morning sex will be better for you mm-hmm. non-sacrals because that will give you energy for your day. Right. But it might like tap out your <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but some of those generators could use like a slow down. A like, slow down. Yeah, it I would kind of like
0: tamper their day a little bit. So they're not so like,
1: yeah, I buzzing, prefer buzzing.
0: morning. Yeah. By far. Yeah. It's like, I do too. It, cause yeah. it does. It, cause if we do it at night, I, like he's snoring logs and I'm like,
1: yeah. Now, all this yeah Now you're ramped. <laughs> i <I'm> ramped. <laughs> Dang. I haven't thought about that. Cause it is with Heath too. Like if it's at night, then he's, you know, yeah. I'll like wake up and he's cleaned the house. Or yeah. something, and he's I'm got like, all this energy. You just need There <laughs> Here you go. Actually, I, I'm going to consider that. You're like, right. okay, here's the deal. The dishes need to get done. Let's do this. Let, yeah, here, here go you go. go. <laughs> Good night. Good night. You've got
0: lots of energy now. You're ramped. Now things. <laughs> no, I'm tired. Good night. That's hilarious. <laughs> of course, you always have to tie it back to human design. Of course. Um. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. But yeah,
1: this is, this is a conversation that I don't think it's, it happens enough. And we think,
0: it right. think it's, uh, you know, uncomfortable or taboo-y. And, you know, and that's the interesting thing. Like there are three topics that we need to talk about more. Yes. S- sexual health. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's fun. It can be dirty. Maybe it should be dirty. Yeah. But have fun with it. Spice but, it up. Like your body, your physical body needs sex. Yeah. It needs that regulation. Yep. And if you're shutting down that essence of your overall health, you're going to have issues. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then we talk about spiritual health. That, that's so important. Taking care of our spiritual energy. And then also our mental health. I guarantee you, if you're getting some, your mental health will probably be taken care of. It'll definitely be better. it sure. And it. will improve Especially
1: sure. if you have insecurities and different things that right. you face. And you have a safe partner.
0: Because mm-hmm. Your mental health will get worse if you're not in that safe container.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm going to spin it on its head. Yeah, let's do it. Because if you are a person that has experienced sexual trauma, yeah, yeah, whether that was molestation, whether that was, you know, exploration when you were kids that you didn't understand, whatever trauma you went through, whether that was rape when you were older or or on the spectrum at all, yeah. it this can be a really uncomfortable topic yeah, it can be intriguing. a it can be a really like okay cool easier said than done it can be something that you're like yes like I, I'm i gonna do all this and I like I want so bad and I, like you there there'll be times where you're like in it like you're yeah. with your partner and you're doing really well and then out of nowhere you're spiraled yeah. again yeah. And it really isn't good on the mental health. And it really is. Yeah, some... that
0: trauma can come back. Mm-hmm,
1: contributing so. to. I love that, that you yeah. brought
0: that up. Because that is super important. Yeah. That if you have had sexual trauma, and is the sad thing to say is that the majority of us have.
1: Yeah, a lot. There's, yeah.
0: I mean, Meg and I are both sitting here and we both have been victims of yeah. sexual assault. Yeah. Um, That uh, breaks and hurts my heart that that is the case. right? But if you have making sure you're honoring yourself and giving yourself grace when those things come up Yep. and maybe have some really good conversations about with your partner about like, Hey, right now I'm processing this again. I know I've processed this a million times, but it keeps yeah. coming up because when those things happen to us at such a fragile young age, mm-hmm. it causes mass ripples. Oh yeah. And you're going to fill them probably most of your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's hard when, so there's two different things. When you are in like a healthy relationship, there is a level of like, I'm not even just, I'm just not going to bring it up because this is healthy. We, this is really enjoyable, really positive. And then there's a level of talking about it and bringing it up. Right. So like for myself, I had six years worth of therapy. I felt really confident in the fact that like, I've really worked through this. Like, I don't need to bring this up and and reopen wounds. And, and like, Heath and I's connection was so great, so positive. But then throughout each pregnancy, mm. it became a thing again. And it was really hard and frustrating. So like, if you are a victim. And maybe it's not pregnancy. Maybe it's period cycles. Maybe it's different things that, you know, you're purging those deeper layers of this sexual trauma. And it's really hard to navigate. You never know when it's going to come up.
0: You never know. You never know when you're going to get something like a song will come on or like a memory will flash and you get triggered. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and it will take you right back to it.
1: Oh yeah. And you don't want it to, you're not trying to, you never like, it just comes up. Yeah. The other thing that is really hard for especially victims and of any sort is differentiating pain and pleasure yes especially in in a sexual connection mm-hmm. because there will be something that happens and then all of a sudden you get tight and tense and it, it feels like it's going to be pain and so all of a sudden everything starts triggering and firing like pain 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 pain, pain but you're laying there like, no, like, no, this isn't pain. We're okay. I'm safe. Everything's okay. But everything just does that thing where it it shuts all down. It flips to pain. Yep. And no matter what you're experiencing, your body's thinking it's pain and you're like, nope, done, have to be done. And usually on the other end of that, your partner is experiencing rejection and you don't try to, you don't want to, you're not trying to, but internally it's all triggering emotion and pain and yeah. and that has been something that i had to really 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 like lean into in my whole life not just sexually mm-hmm. but pleasure and pain yeah. and and like we talked about with the cycles where you're getting off on the pain because yeah. you you cannot quite decipher what is pleasure and what is pain
0: right it's a fine line especially mm-hmm. in that environment
1: yes and so you're you're like okay well you know, my body is, is, oh, it's receiving this great, beautiful, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's pleasure. Yeah. It can still be uncomfortable or it can still be, but, but when you experience sexual trauma, I feel like that differentiation gets changed. It gets. Yeah really, really altered. So in your partnerships, especially if you do the exploration of your body and you start to understand the parts of yourself, you will be able to verbalize that better. You'll be able to be like, hold on, hold on. That's a little bit much and talk yourself out of that pain response before it gets there and go more into the pleasure response. And then you're, for lack of better words, in more control of yeah. what's going on, less likely to get triggered, but it takes work. It's, it's not nice. like you can just like, Oh, just be there. Like it's so incredibly hard. I
0: mean, this trauma can even be the conditioning of going from this is the worst than ever yep, to being in a relationship and that, Oh, everything's fine now. Yeah. Like that's trauma. That is trauma. And that can show up yep. just the same way. Yeah. And and you could you, you can flash
1: to all of a sudden you're a thirteen year old girl like this is the worst thing you could ever oh do. Gosh, I'm a chew
0: piece. I'm a chew piece
1: of gum now. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I, and you're feeling all this shame and guilt, and you never did anything wrong. You
0: never did anything wrong.
1: But you're laying there going crap. All of a sudden this shame response and this guilt. It, oh I'm
0: my. triggering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like I want this, and it feels so good, and like yeah. It goes back to like, oh, I'm feeling, you know, mm-hmm. guilty and shamey because I want it. And it, yeah, it's a it's a mind mind fuck <laughs> yeah. Or sure. So for if you're sure. feeling
1: all of that, you're yeah. definitely not alone.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of us mm-hmm. have that that shows up every so often. Yes. I mean, been married 22 years and every once in a while, like that shame will get triggered in me. And I don't know why, but like, yeah, and it's just something to look at, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's a deeper layer. It's a deeper layer. We all have. I mean, like we're onions, people. There's lots of layers here. Yes, <laughs> we are all onions. We're all onions. Lots <laughs> of layers.
1: But I, but if you are at a point in your life of of awakening and you're wanting to go to the next level,
0: mm.
1: sexual energy is going to be a huge catalyst.
0: Oh, huge catalyst. Huge. I mean, there's a reason why sexual magic is a thing. Yes. And sexual manifestation is a thing.
1: Yes. And it's very real.
0: It's very real.
1: And if you can add this layer to your spirituality maybe Absolutely. you know that
0: co-creation process mm-hmm. is, is one of the greatest gifts we have
1: so imagine if you are are building a good connection you know you're exploring yourself you come into a sexual connection with intention yeah be for intentional that's, for whatever that's, it that's is that's a yeah. really good like yes yeah be intentional with your relationship yes that's something Heath and I have been doing a lot is just like, okay, we have days where we want to manifest. Like we were like, okay, you know, where are we at? Let's reset. What do we, what can we commit to? What are we wanting to bring in? What are we wanting to do? And we've brought in the sexual piece of it. I love that. Of like, okay, let's, yeah, yeah, seriously. (laughs) It is insane. It's that has honestly changed a lot for us because when we come in, I'm like, okay, our ability clearly to co-create children is Faith ridiculous. The, <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. Wash and laundry together. To burn it.
1: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but, okay, if it's that powerful... For creation in general, why why are we sleeping on this? Why are we not utilizing this for all the other different ways? Absolutely. So if you go in with intention of like, okay, hey babe, what stuff you're working on? What are things you're wanting to create and working towards? What stuff you're working towards?" And we've been setting very very specific intention, and it has been wild to see, like especially for him, yeah. because I I don't I. It could come down to our human design or whatever, me being a man, and just having the ability to manifest like crazy right, and just, right. and him still kind of trying to figure that piece out. Yeah. It was a big change for him where Amazing. he was like, oh my gosh, it's working, you know, like it was exciting and, and, yeah. and fulfilling. So it could be this layer of like adding some spirituality into your sexual connection, yeah. like sit with each other for a minute. Like, what's our intention for this? Like, right. we're, are we just wanting to get off? Because if that's the case, beautiful. Like okay. if we're wanting- That could be the intention. Yes. Fun. Fun, yes. Let's, Exploration of each other, yes. Let's release. Let's get some of this tension out of here. It could be like let's put out into the universe this specific intention, this that we're trying to manifest, and come together to co-create this. Yeah. And it really is kind of magical. It's it's powerful. So try it.
0: So have some fun with that, guys. Yeah,
1: especially if your partner is not super into spirituality. This could be a really this is something
0: that they might sign up for. Guys. Oh yeah. I think they might, I think
1: they might be into it. <laughs> they might be like, wait, uh, yeah, I for sure. Could for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You could, I could be persuaded to try the sexual magic. See, I yeah. It, can't <laughs> <up
1: there>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'll sign up. So, so I'm it, right. Sign <laughs> me up. Sign up. So if you are, are wanting to kind of spice things up a little bit in that sense, you know it, we could be silly about it but really
0: it's powerful that subject. is one of your I mean, most powerful energy force energy literally it yes. creates life yes so, so why couldn't it create the life of your dreams and all the
1: all the subcategories and all the things all the so things. consider it
0: consider it um, It's created energy
1: yes girls if you are not exploring yourself we really challenge you to yeah. try yeah go there
0: um, just a little plug. If you go to my Instagram page and go to my Amazon store. I have a whole section of my favorites.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: Yes. So, so If you're like, I don't know what to buy. Yeah. Bought anything before you can order it on Amazon and get it shipped to your door. So you don't even have to. And it comes in like nondescript. Packaging, yep, yep. So you're not like shameful or like smiley box, big box with this like bright purple thing on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can get it
1: discreetly ordered it, to your door, yes. and one of my favorite ways is in the shower. Yeah, you're you're already you're already cleansing. You know, we have our leveled up showers. Clearly, like right. we have our rinse off, we have our hair wash day, we have our shave day. You yes, know, like that
0: takes a lot of energy. Yes,
1: ready. add in your you know your release day, your yeah. your exploration day, yeah, and a lot of them are waterproof. Oh yeah, a lot of them. So, most of them. I would, I would double check that on the Amazon description. Yes, is it waterproof? I'm pretty
0: sure I have waterproof one in there, ladies. Yeah, that's for me too. Yeah,
1: the shower is a really good time because that's already your kind of your
0: time. It's my time. Yeah, and it's private. Why uh, the kids are not gonna be walking on me in the shower?
1: Yeah, they better not, or they're dead. mind you but there's they're at a different age.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my 15 year old Uh, son will definitely not be walking on his mom in the shower and. No. Tate either. No.
1: Lucky. Yeah. Mine will get there.
0: But that's what doors are door locks are more. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mine um Kaya now brings in a butter knife.
0: Oh. Yeah, she picks it. She
1: is the most <laughs> sneaky little thing ever. Oh my goodness. Okay. But but that's a side tangent. That's a whole nother Whatever. She's three. But We challenge you to
0: explore yourself. Yes. And get to know it. Yes, have fun. These glorious bodies are a gift. Yes. And the gift of pleasure is one of our greatest gifts Mm -hmm. that we should own. Yeah. And make it our own. And it's a
1: birthright. It's a birthright. And if shame is attached to that, it's our responsibility to get it out of our body.
0: And to clear it.
1: To clear it out. And yeah, I know. The world has been sexualizing us. Our whole, lives. our whole lives and it's not going to be easy it's definitely a challenge and if you are listening to this like
0: oh like we get it we, we know it made you a little uncomfortable with this episode it's good for him. it's good for you
1: but it's good for us and if you need someone to talk to about it we really are we safe are spaces
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. we are here as safe spaces and, yeah uh and the reason we keep every time we like go into the energetics of this podcast and what we're creating It has always and will always be community. Always. Always. We're here to create a community.
1: Yep. And so if you need someone to talk to about it and you're like, okay, what are ways I could, you know, like, I don't really know where to start, like, message us we're happy to talk about it if you're experiencing shame in your relationship and you just need to talk or anything we're here as safe spaces and we're not here as pretending like we know what we're talking about we've been (laughs) through our own things but definitely our own things especially if you have been through sexual trauma this is definitely a safe space yes absolutely where you could get some of that off your chest out of your body out of your mind and process because i think that was for myself I had done a lot of therapy. I felt like I had processed it. But then once I had a safe space and like was like able to really just like let it out, I have felt so much better. Like It is insane how much better I feel. So sometimes you don't think it's necessary, but I think it's necessary more than you realize just to yeah. talk about it sometimes. It's
0: something where, like you just don't talk about it enough. And mm-hmm. it is like one of the interval parts of our life. Yes. And it's like, oh, we just don't talk about it. Uh uh-uh. and my sun shines in house eight, which is <laughs> all things taboo. So yeah, um, I come alive when I can talk about these things and shed light and bring light to them because they're mm-hmm. so
1: important. And you were this, you were the, you and my partner together at the same time were that safe space for me, and I can genuinely tell you that like Andy's safe, and there's no judgment, and uh-huh. there's no it's a hundred percent safe. And it if if you don't have that. We, we are that. And we I'm not that. just saying that it is, it is a million percent open. The door is open. Cause I know there's a lot of people that, you know, there's a lot of shame and like, Oh, you went through that. And it's like, no, there's no shame here. No shame. I mean, there's, it's heartbreak alongside you and we hold space and we, we want to help you feel better, but there's no shame in it. So reach out to us and, and we'll be there always. And, um, talk about sex guys. Yes. especially with your kids. Please, Please talk about it. Don't give them the awkward folder from freaking super Saturday. <laughs> Just shoving it across the table. Here you go. Read this. Read this. Read this. I wish I had. I wish I would have kept it. Oh. It would have been amazing. Oh my gosh. I, I would have loved it. I to think I was it.
0: mortified and like got rid of it as soon as possible.
1: I'm sure. Oh my gosh. But yeah, have the conversations because you know, like the kids are curious. They need, it. They need, they need it.
0: it. And if you can be that safe place for them, because let's be honest, the world is trying to sexualize our children. Mm-hmm. Everything. Like you can't even take your kids to a pride yeah. uh, rally or anything because it's so much sexualization. It's so, not safe for your kids to go to these things. So please don't. Yeah. But like still have those conversations and make sure that you're open to where your kids land sexually.
1: Yeah. And, and and the other thing too, a lot of kids are identifying all sorts of different sexualities. And if you are not a safe space, there's so much more trauma. So So if you can be a safe space for them without judgment then no matter what they go through, you're going to be able to be that person for them.
0: Yeah, because if you're going through life and you're like saying things that are negative about the yeah. that community, you don't know if your kid's part of that community or not.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You just and don't know.
1: Especially from a very young age. A lot of them know from a young age where they stand, but they just don't know how to have the conversation. So if you are a parent that is open and having that conversation in general, you'll you'll become that safe space. Yeah. So do that. Try
0: and protect them from this world that's trying to system.
1: Yes. Even and just groom them, and ugh. even just TikTok. I I hear that song and I'm like, oh my gosh!
0: Like, and it's stuck in my head.
1: And well, it's I just think about
0: some of the songs that were popular when we were kids. I listened to them as an adult. And I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. That
1: and is we, so sexual. And we had no idea. I had no idea. No. We just like were, those
0: seeds were getting planted.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: The spells are being cast. Yes, and
1: I am the last person to sit here and preach because my daughter is very cultured, music-wise. Yeah, and like I had someone the other day was like, "I can't believe you let her listen to that song." And I'm like, "You're right. I didn't even consider it." But she's just dancing and being silly. Yeah. But the song in the background, oh my gosh! Like you don't even, yeah, you don't even think about it.
0: Yeah. So I, you know, be Mm -hmm. the adult. You know, make sure you're paying attention to these things yeah. that are clearly grooming tools, right? And you know, have instead of just shaming your child for listening to it, maybe yeah. have a conversation about it, right? Be like, "Hey,
1: what well, in my yoga class when I played? What is that song, Holy Vice. Oh. <laughs> I have like this like really good yoga flow, oh,
0: fantastic yoga flow,
1: and then I I want them to like do a bunch of squats. So you know, I played." Sam Smith's holy song and yeah. unholy 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 it's not, holy. It's, not ho- unholy. It's, unholy. it's unholy and then he's like you do know what that song's about I'm like yeah I don't care it was a it was perfect song for what they were doing and he's like okay <laughs> the rest of my playlist is like like Trevor Hall and like and then all of a sudden unholy super
0: personalistic <laughs> high vibrational I mean like yeah I mean it there I mean hey there's something to be learned in the game
1: but it most definitely got them into the right energy that I wanted them in. Yeah, that I mean, feminist. I kind of like,
0: like, like that song.
1: But it was funny because I didn't even put the two together
0: Uh-oh. until
1: Heath had said something.
0: And then I was like, oh, well, you know. Oh, I guess that's what that song is about. I'll do that all the time. I'll be like, oh, is that just my dirty mind that, that that song's about? Or is it like just them saying, you know, like, yeah. sometimes you're like... <laughs> Because as you get adults, we kind of tend to have a little bit of a dirtier mind just by yeah, mind, just because we like, yeah. we love a good double entendre. Uh huh, for sure. Uh, and then I'm like,
1: oh,
0: was that what that song was about? Oh, that once ago? Ooh. Ooh. it has a good beat. It has a good <laughs> beat. <laughs> good beat. Good beat. fantastic. Oh. oh, I love it. Well, stay weird, friends. And good luck navigating all of this. Uh, yeah. Sending you guys so much love. Till next time, stay weird. Stay weird.